Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, how's it going? Today, it's going to be a great episode because we get to talk all about exercise. So the reason why we're going to discuss exercise is because many people associate it with weight loss, which I think is funny because exercise, it really doesn't cause weight loss, which is fascinating, right? We all think it does. And I know it sounds a little crazy, but Starting an exercise plan, it does not guarantee you're going to lose weight. It just doesn't work like that. And in fact, many people are using exercise incorrectly. So that's why today we're going to break things down and just kind of talk about exercise a little bit more in detail. So personally, my own standpoint, I love exercise. I love the effect that it has on the body. I especially love the effect that it can have on my mind. So today, I want to discuss the reasons why you shouldn't exercise because maybe in these situations, it might not be the best thing for you and reasons why you should exercise. And then we're going to kind of talk about the markers and the things that indicate that you're in the right headspace to maintain consistent exercise. So we're going to go over six reasons why you should and you shouldn't. And they're really going to stay within the, um, I guess, the mind space. Because sure, there's reasons why you shouldn't exercise. Maybe if you have some type of a chronic condition, if you can't keep your oxygen levels, like, yeah, you probably shouldn't be exercising. We're not really talking about that. We're talking about if you're coming into exercise and you're using the wrong form of energy, right? The energy behind your action. If you haven't listened to that episode, you need to go back. But we're really going to be talking about the thoughts that you have coming into exercise and ones that you might be using that aren't serving you or your body for more of that long-term type exercise. So we're going to just jump into it so you can see what I'm talking about. Okay, so reason one for not working out is if you are exercising in order to be able to eat more, okay? This, when you have any type of exercise, it doesn't determine the amount of food that you can eat. Like if you exercise for an hour, it doesn't mean that you can have that extra helping of potatoes or that extra dessert. It's just this misconception. And often what it can do is, lead to over-exercising. And over-exercising is not an effective way to induce weight loss. And what it can instead do is cause more strain, more oxidative stress on your body. And that's the thing that's going to limit your ability to lose weight. If your body is too inflamed, well, it's not going to be able to release those calories. So if you're over-exercising, you might be doing yourself a disservice. The number of calories you actually burn during exercise also is much lower than you might think. So if your goal is to be able to eat more food, to have more drinks, 
I encourage you to question the underlying story that you have behind that desire to eat more. Begin to maybe examine your beliefs about the food quantity that should be normal or what you consider to be normal or what you consider to be well-deserved. And I think that's where you might want to spend a little bit more of your time and attention instead of just grinding it out at the gym. So reason two for not working out, why you shouldn't work out, is if you're using exercise as a punishment for overeating, overeating or overindulging in food. Exercise, it should never be the villain of your story. It is meant for your well-being. And if you see it as a means of punishment, I don't think you're quite ready to start exercise. Instead, I want you to really try to find that space of grace and compassion for yourself and explore the reasons behind why you're overeating in the first place. Because villainizing exercise, it's not going to help you to get back on track. And instead, it's just going to make you dread exercise even more. Who wants to do things that are associated with punishment? Like it's just not fun. And if exercise isn't fun to you, if it's not something that you look forward to, you're probably not going to do it on a regular basis. So don't make exercise the villain to punish you for overeating that brownie yesterday. So reason three for maybe consider that you shouldn't be exercising is if you have a negative body image, if you have kind of those negative thoughts about yourself when you look in the mirror and your goal then is to exercise so that you look better. Okay. Exercise will not change the way that you perceive yourself if you already see yourself as someone you hate when you look in the mirror. There's no amount of exercise that can make you like what you see if you right now believe that you're disgusting, you're gross, you've let yourself go, uck, I can't believe I got to this point. Exercise is not the solution to your negative self-perception. Instead, I want you to work on recognizing and challenging those thoughts that your brain has about you. Understand that these thoughts, they don't have to be accepted as fact. And that, quite frankly, many of them are thought errors. They're these automatic negative thoughts. They are thought errors, right? They don't, they're not truthful. And it's your brain just offering up this lie about you. So I would encourage you to spend your time really going over some of these thoughts, really being conscious around these thoughts and really spend your time and energy there to kind of start to shift that perception of yourself because exercise alone, it won't define your story or make you feel better about yourself. That's just not what it has the capacity to do. Even if you look amazing after you finish your exercise, like doesn't matter, you won't see it. Okay, so reason number four for not exercising is if you think you should be exercising or if you think you have to exercise, these are very unuseful thoughts when it comes to exercise because the, the fact of it is, is that exercise is always a choice. It's never a mandatory requirement of the human experience. You don't have to. It's not a big deal, right? The only mandatory things that you are required of being a human is breathing air, eating food, 
drinking water, and experiencing your emotions. So when you put pressure on yourself with thoughts like, I have to exercise or I should be exercising, what it does is it creates this unnecessary story and adds an unnecessary pressure to the experience of exercise. This story is going to prevent you from enjoying the experience of exercise. It's going to prevent you from forming a habit and it's going to make you constantly feel that nagging need to exercise. When you live with the pressure of should or have to, it doesn't offer you any freedom. It's like you're being bound. You're being shackled by what you should be doing. It only creates pressure. If you catch yourself saying things like I should exercise or I have to exercise, I want you to step back and really examine your reasons for wanting to exercise and the barriers that might exist that are kind of limiting you from doing that. Like, do you genuinely like your reasons for wanting to exercise? Are those reasons strong enough to motivate you to get out of bed at five in the morning? Because if you're relying solely on I should exercise as the thing that's guilting you in to exercise, I promise you that will not be enough to get your butt out of bed at 5 a.m. So your work, if this is you, is really re-examining your reasons why you want to exercise in the first place or why you don't want to exercise, but really like your reasons. It's not the easy way out, but it's also an option that you have. All right, so reason number five for not working out is if you are exercising just because you noticed it worked for someone else, right? So maybe... You, you have someone in your life who's lost a buttload of weight by going to the gym every day. And you, because you want a inevitable, perfect, well-guaranteed way to lose weight, <laughs> you are just going to follow their path, right? Because it worked for them, it'll work for you. But exercising to mimic someone else's weight loss is not that effective and not that sustainable because you don't have your reasons why. They're not that strong. And if you get, it might help you to get to the gym, right, for a week or two. But when you're faced with the challenges that are going to arise from consistency at the gym, like being sore or early mornings or being inconvenienced, all of a sudden their weight loss success totally not as appealing. You're like, yeah, that's not worth it, right? So you need to make sure that you have a strong and personal reason for wanting to exercise that's unique to you. Find your own path instead of relying on someone else's journey. All right, so last reason, reason six for why you should not be exercising, or at least for why you should reassess your reason for exercising, is if you believe that there is only one correct way to exercise for weight loss. Many people fall into this trap. I'm sure you're one of them, right? Where, oh my God, I can't lift weights because it's going to make me gain weight. And I should probably spend hours on this elliptical or on this treadmill because you know what? Cardio is the way that you lose weight. This belief, what it does is it can limit you from trying new activities. It can limit you from trying different approaches to exercise. And it's important to break free from these misconceptions because there's really, there's no evidence to support 
low intensity or high intensity exercise as more or less effective for weight loss. The key is you have to like what you're doing. You have to wake up and and maybe vary what you're doing because maybe you're the person where going to the gym five days a week kind of sucks. You're like, wow, I don't want to be lifting weights, but I also don't want to go on a walk every day either. I just want to keep it different and keep it unique. That's awesome. That's something that you can stand behind. That's something that you enjoy. It's going to kind of keep your body guessing. It's going to keep your brain engaged. And that is the best approach for weight loss because it's something that you enjoy. And from that space, then you can start to pay attention to how your body is responding to the different things that you're doing. Maybe you're more sore after a certain day. Maybe you need breaks after a certain type of exercise. Maybe three days in a row is just not really good for your body. Maybe you need to throw a recovery day in there. Maybe you need to throw a swimming day in there. Like you from that space, when you start to get that consistency because you're actually enjoying what you're doing, that's when you can start to kind of um, uh, just adjust it based on how your body is reacting. Don't be afraid to try new things and find out what works best for you, regardless of what anybody else has to say. So now I want to move on to the reasons why you should exercise. <laughs> you hear that? I said should. Why you may want to exercise or to maybe confirm that you're on the right track with your current exercise plan. And the first and I think most powerful piece of evidence that you probably are right where you need to be is if you're exercising simply because you want to. If you genuinely enjoy exercise, you find it to be fun, you love the positive effects that it has on your body, please continue exercising. (laughs) Don't let me stand in your way. Okay, but there's a few other things that I want you to focus on. Okay, and or maybe to use this as evidence, like if you're kind of more in that negative thought patterns about exercise, maybe when you start to shift into these thought patterns, it can help you to be evidence that you're on the right track, evidence that you're making those behavior changes, those lifestyle changes. So another piece of evidence is if your reason for exercising is to show love to your body and to help it to become as strong as possible. It really doesn't matter what specific reason that you have for wanting to be strong. It could be maybe you're training for an event that you signed up for, or you just, you're wanting to lose some weight. You're wanting to strengthen your body's internal functioning systems. Maybe you want to build muscle mass. Like the reason doesn't really matter, but the key is that You genuinely want to show up for yourself and you want to love on your body and you want to support it in any way that you can. This, my friends, is a beautiful reason to exercise and it is going to offer you that strong motivation that will easily get you out of bed in the morning because when you're just trying to be a friend to your body, it's okay to get out of bed. You're like, oh, okay, this, sure, this isn't comfortable, but you know what? Being a friend to my body is way more important to me than laying here in bed for another half hour getting some crappy half hour sleep, right? It's not going to refresh me. Might as well just get up and go to the gym. All right, next is if you exercise with the intention of working on your mind or challenging your mind and um, really kind of honing in and focusing on that space, that is another sign that you're on the right track. Because exercise in it, it 
inevitably it brings up all of that mental drama or those mental challenges. And what it can do is it can provide you an opportunity to observe your mind, to understand where you're at and to work on some of those thoughts that your brain offers up to you when things get hard that just might not be serving you. So if you're exercising in order to bring up all that mind drama to begin to learn the skill of overcoming your primal brain with your adult brain in a loving and kind way, that is where I want you to continue exercising. Exercising is a beautiful way that you can work on your mind's drama. So please continue. If you're exercising with the intention of deliberately pursuing discomfort, again, my friends, you are right where you need to be. So many people idolize comfort and believe somehow that it's the goal of the human experience, that we should be intentionally seeking comfort in some way, shape, or form all throughout the day that somehow if you're doing life right, if you've made it, that ratio of comfort to discomfort somehow gets skewed to, eh, it's probably like 80% comfortable now and 20% not comfortable. If this is you and you seem to be on this subconscious endeavor to find more comfort in life, you might want to consider using exercise in order to intentionally pursue discomfort. Because the fact of it is the human experience is a 50-50 ratio. It is going to be uncomfortable and it is going to be comfortable in a very equal ratio to one another. So when you're intentionally pursuing discomfort ahead of time, that discomfort's not going to find you later, right? And in the context of exercise, what it looks like is simply pursuing that discomfort, that breathing heavy, that sweating, that getting out of your bed at 5 a.m. instead of being overweight, developing chronic disease, not being able to breathe very well, not having very much muscle strength. So you, you know, get more damaged when you fall when you're older. So that's kind of where that discomfort is going to find you if you don't pursue it. So if you are actively pursuing discomfort through exercise, keep on going. You're doing everything right. So another thing that I love using exercise for is to build trust with yourself. So many people excel at showing up for others, but fail to prioritize themselves. So like, for an example, if you make plans with a friend, would you ever even consider not showing up for them? Right? It would take quite a shift or quite a big event to come up in order for you to blow off your friend for a lunch date, right? But when it comes to your own commitments to yourself, you don't follow through and it's for the shittiest reasons, right? It's like, oh my gosh, I had to put dishes away. Mm, The laundry is piling up. I guess I couldn't work out today. It's like the most BS ways that you flake on yourself. And it's just interesting to notice because you would never even consider folding laundry over having a lunch date that you planned with your friends. So what you can use exercise for in this context is helping you to build that trust with yourself. If you're exercising to rebuild that trust, you're definitely on the right track. And what that might look like to start 
is simply just picking an amount of time that you know for a fact that you can show up for. And when you're starting, this might look like five minutes where you're like, I'm going to put my shoes on and I'm going to walk intentionally for five minutes. I'm going to listen to all the brain drama that comes up, right? Because your brain's going to be like, this isn't good enough. This isn't doing anything. It's going to do all that drama. But you're going to keep showing up for yourself anyway because you know that the whole point behind this five minutes of day is just so that you can learn the skill of showing up for yourself. So lastly, if you are exercising to become stronger, to become faster, to become more balanced and more agile, that, my friends, is another reason to continue because being physically capable and being ready for life's challenges, that is very valuable, right? Because it doesn't matter if you're avoiding chronic disease, if you're ready for a a physical task or being confident that you can overcome a new sport or you can participate in an activity that you got invited to. If the goal of your exercise is to just become a badass who is strong, that's a really good reason to keep exercising. Um, And it kind of just, I think it allows a lot of freedom in your life because it's like you're, you're creating an opportunity for your body to have your back. Because there are going to be things that pop up in life that you don't expect, that you don't see coming. And these things, they, they're probably not going to be bad. It's going to be like your friends inviting you to go high calf dome. And you're going to be like, oh, I could totally do that. Like, I don't have to train for a year in order to be able to go on a hike and go enjoy Yosemite with my friends. Like, that could just be something that you can be ready for all the time. Or like, I always find myself telling my kids this. That's why we work out, right? And the other day, it was just because I had to go get hay and it was a U-Haul your hay situation. So I had to load the hay myself. And it was that situation that because I work out, because I have that mission to be strong and I want to strengthen my body and I want to be my body's friend and really support it, It was able to support me in that situation. It was able to load the hay and it was totally fine. There's no injuries. There was no drama. It was just my exercise for the day. And being able to do things like that, to go on a hike, to do some unexpected work around the yard, that is an amazing reason for wanting to work out. And if that is you, I encourage you to keep going. So for those of you who are considering exercise or are already in an exercise routine, I want to encourage you to really reassess your reasons why you're there in the first place. Are they kind of a mix of these different factors? Or do you maybe lean a little bit more towards the reasons why you shouldn't be working out? Is there work that needs to be done Are your reasons strong enough for your why you're wanting to work out? Are you doing it in a way where you are able to work on exercise, but you're also holding space for yourself to work on your mind? Because doing the action of exercise is not the thing that's going to produce results. What produces consistent results? Of course, this is always going to be the thoughts that we are thinking that are creating our action. So if you are just focusing on your action of exercise and you're just grinding it out, 
chances are you're creating an inflammation that is going to limit your weight loss. So I really want you to kind of hold space for your reasons why and hold space for the possibility that instead of exercise, it might be more impactful for you to work on your mind instead. But exercise, it, it is a very powerful tool for promoting longevity, for preventing chronic disease, for creating a strong and capable body. And I personally love exercise. I think it's an integral part of my life and I want it to continue to be. I'll never stop exercising. Like even if I get injured, I'm just going to adapt my approach. I'm going to change the muscle group that I am working because exercise I want to be part of my story. And I hope that many of you will find a place for it in your life as well. So that's all I have for today. If you haven't booked your consult with me, I encourage you to do so now. Space is limited. My intensive program, it offers a fast track approach so that you can achieve results, so that you can get this behavior change in your life. In as little as 12 weeks, what we do are going to create a fully customized program that's going to lead to not only behavior change, but also an understanding of exactly how you should act and eat in order to support your body. If you're tired of those dang self-help attempts and all of those fad diets, I want to encourage you, hop on a call. Let's discuss whether my program is the right fit for you. I love you all. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, change is hard and doing it without professional guidance can make it seem impossible. If you're willing to do the work, I can make your path to longevity straight and strategic. Take the first step, head on over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free consult so we can chat about your unique situation. And please take a second or two and leave me a review. Thank you for your interest in reducing your chronic inflammation and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.